and Kreisar to episode 109 of Alternative Wales, the podcast. And it is our first proper podcast of the season after a couple of weeks of season previews. Um, as you'd expect, there is quite a lot to talk about. Um, so to do that, I've got a man who can talk a lot. It's Tommy Kaus. Um, Kaus, how are you? Um, yeah, I don't know about talking a lot tonight, Ryan. I'm a bit rough after my weekend, but uh, <laughs> but yeah, I'll uh, I'll do my best, mate. Yeah, as always, that's all I ask, mate. Um, a double header this weekend. We'll get into the nuts and bolts of it shortly. Um, but you are feeling the effects at the moment. Big time. There we are. That wouldn't have it any other way. Um, <laughs> and to complete today's lineup is a surprisingly fresh Rodri Davis. Um, Rod, how are you? Yeah, fresh, but still quite knackered. I've been yeah. working <laughs> on the weekend, so uh, I'm back in today. So, yeah, uh, yeah, you know. It's nice not to be hung over on the pod for a change, but uh, I'll leave at the cows this week. But, you can't uh, have it all, Rod. Freshness no, and um... at least I, I can. Yeah, well, I can, I can bring no hangover, but the freshness. I'm not sure about that. That's a yeah. that's a stretch too far. Yeah. Right so. then. Um, before we get into the football issue, eleven is available to pre-order now from alternativewales.com forward slash shop. I say it every week, but I'm going to say it again. The best way to support the podcast is to buy a copy and uh it's also going to be a superb read so um not only do you support the podcast you get good welsh football content um we'll have more info on uh, what's included in the magazine across social media in the coming weeks um let's get into the football then uh we'll start in the english pyramid we're two weeks in and it's fair to say it's been a mixed start for the five clubs um cardiff swansea and wrexham We'll all have hoped for um, better, but Newport and Merthyr will will be very pleased. Um, in the championship, it's a draw and a defeat for both Cardiff and Swansea. Um, Cardiff drew to Leeds and lost to QPR, while Swansea drew to Birmingham and lost to West Brom. Um, although both clubs beat lower league opposition in the Carabao, um, so there is that to cling on to. Um Rod, you've probably only seen Cardiff over 90 minutes so far this season um, in the Leeds game, but it's still early days. Um, I'm assuming the Rocky Stars for both sides are probably down to teething issues with the new managers rather than anything to worry about too much, do you think? Yeah, um, I think it's that stage of the season where you can't really, you've got to take it all in context, especially when there's a new manager in, and there's new players in and you've got to bed them all in and uh, I was personally really impressed with Cardiff in that first in that Leeds game. Maybe not so much the second half, but they, you know, they'd got the lead, so they they did they tried to do what they needed to do, and they they nearly did do it. So, um, but yeah, the home defeat's not so good against QPR for them. And uh, uh, having watched Leeds play Birmingham on the weekend, uh, well, sorry, I, I, did I watch them? No, <laughs> pretend I didn't. <laughs> Three o'clock blackout. How, how, yeah, yeah. How how did I manage that? Um, <laughs> I could say that Birmingham are pretty shit. So Swans will probably feel aggrieved that they drop home points against them as well. So if we home starts, but um, yeah, it's one of those periods now where you just got to hope that first win comes sooner rather than later. And I think it all, all settled down. And, you know, I, I think Cardiff already look better than they did last mm. season in that, in that first game of the season. And there's promise there. So, and you, I know, did you win the first game last season? Yes, we beat Norwich 1-0 on the opening day and everyone thought we were going to go to playoffs. Yeah, well, that's um, that's, that's the <laughs> trouble in it. You can never yeah. really take too much from the early games because it can go tits up quite quickly or it can go much better quite quickly. So 
one of those, I think, for both sides. And, mm. you know, just get that first win as soon as they can and try and kick on from there, I think. Yeah, Cardiff, who got the pleasure of going to Leicester away on the weekend. So mm. I think that first win might... Um, uh, you never might, know. Might be a bit further away. Um, I feel with the championship, though, already, um, I think we mentioned it um, in both the Cardiff and the Swansea preseason previews with them, with the fans of each side, is that... Um, I think there's a clutch of teams who are much better than everyone else. It's probably about four or five. And then the rest of the teams will all just take points of each other. I think Cardiff and Swansea um, and the likes of Birmingham and West Brom are very much going to be in there. So, yeah, I think way too early to make any judgments. And I'm sure it won't be the first time we'll say that tonight. Um, and on that subject, Kaus, Wrexham. Um, we knew it wasn't going to be an easy one. Um, and it wasn't going to be as easy as some people were making it out to be either. Um, but a defeat on opening day to MK Dons, as we talked about last week, and then a draw with Wimbledon on the weekend. What have you made of Wrexham start? Is it is it similar to what we've just said about Cardiff and Swansea? I think, um, yeah, it's probably been a bit uh, bit disappointing. I mean, if, uh, you'd, I'd have expected better than one point from the first two games, I think. But um, I, I think if you look at the, the Wimbledon game as an isolated game, forgetting about the MK Dons game, it's it's not such a, a bad result, really, to go there and, and get a point. Um, Wrexham didn't really play well, though. Uh, it wasn't a great performance. Uh, but then still a little bit unlucky. Two, two penalties given against them. Neither, well, they, they were both a bit dodgy, to say the least. But, um, but yeah, you know, it's so early, isn't it? Well, I, I think Wrexham... Uh, it's going to take a bit of time to get up to speed after after the pre-season and stuff like that. And uh, and obviously, Paul Mullins, a massive, massive loss. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm not too concerned, mate. Two home games now. Uh, one will have been played by the time uh, this podcast goes out, probably. And uh, and yeah, uh, the uh, you know, so we got um, yeah, Walsall tomorrow night, Tuesday night, and then Swindon at home on Saturday. So it's a good opportunity. All of a sudden, you're not sitting on. You get two wins there. You're sitting on seven points from four games. So, so yeah, it's um, you know it's early days, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Um, Matt Davis asked on Twitter: um, Are Wrexham everyone's cup final this year, and does that make it harder for them to do well? Um, do you think that is the case a bit? Because obviously, you know, MK Dons on opening day would have you know relished going to Wrexham with all that was talked about them and, and Wimbledon similar. Do you think you're going to suffer from that? It's a big game for every team. You know, it's a fresh a fresh opposition for a lot of the sides in that league. You know, there'd be sides you haven't played in years and years and years. Um, so is that going to make life a little bit more difficult for you? Because I think people will just naturally be more motivated to play Wrexham. Yeah, maybe, maybe there's a bit of that, right? Um, I, I don't know if you can really sort of use that as much of an excuse, but I think there possibly is a bit of that. I think, um, you know, when, when any team gets a bit of attention and stuff like that, um, there's always a little bit of, uh, you know, p- people looking at it and it winds them up a little bit, doesn't it? Especially fans. I think probably fans more than players. Um, but, uh, but yeah, I'm sure, I'm sure teams do raise their game playing Wrexham now, but... You know, that's not an excuse we can fall back on, I don't think, really. No, um, I've just been put off because Adrian Phillips has invaded the call with a uh, <laughs> with a balaclava on, but um, we'll, we'll ignore him for, for now. Um, meanwhile, uh, Newport have had a brilliant week. Um, despite an opening day defeat to Accrington, they bounced back with a win over Charlton in the Carabao uh, and a comfortable 4-0 win over Doncaster this weekend. Um 
Will Evans on the score sheet in both games, which is nice to see um, for the Cymru Premier fans amongst us. Um, his season has gone off to a flyer, which which I'm excited to see him progress. Um, Kaus, it's still quite hard to gauge how good a side anyone is in that division and any division at the moment. And I was just going to say, there's been a few shock results so far as they, you know, um, and to be fair, uh, that's a that's a belting win for Newport. What a win that is for them. Yeah. Uh, fair play, 4-0. Not many people would have had that down on the, uh, you know, as, as a scoreline. But um, but yeah, fair play to them. It's been a half-decent start for them. They'll probably be quite happy. Yeah, uh, Rod, I mean, it must be really encouraging for them because I think they were probably the um, the side, the Welsh side that was probably had the, the least enthusiasm from the fan base going into the season. I think they didn't expect too much. So, you know, to get off and running with a 4-0 win at home, plus, you know, beating um, a team from the league above them in the Cup, um, yeah. they've got to be on cloud nine at the moment. Well, yeah, I think after the first game, was it 3-0 they lost? I think yeah. He kind of feared that, uh, yeah, what people have been saying might be the case, but to come back with two wins in a week then. And they've got a Premier League side to play in the Cup again now soon as well. So, yeah, very positive start for Newport, I think. Um didn't see that result coming on Saturday. I don't know what kind of team Doncaster have got, but uh, is that Jeffrey Richmond back in <laughs> as the chairman there? Or something? <laughs> He's long gone, isn't he? <laughs> oh, was it him? No, I didn't even know what the name of the guy was. Making people up now. He might have been Bradford. Anyway, forget what I'm saying. I'm going to leave you to yeah, that one. But, I'm not even going to try and uh, get involved. No, uh, but yeah, very good start. And uh, obviously, but... Like I'll say that about uh, what I said about Swans in Cardiff, far too early to get carried away either way. Yeah. So let's see how it goes. Isn't it? Yeah. Um, Will Evans, uh, Welsh cap in the next few years. Uh, I'd like to see. That would be uh, that would be some some story. Uh, so hopefully he keeps it up um, for Newport and and for himself. Um, yeah. But finally, uh, for those sides playing in the English system, Merthyr are really flying the flag. Um, a three-two win on opening day at home to Dorchester and then a 5-0 hammering of Beaconsfield on the weekend. Um, Rod, you were there on opening day. How yeah. was it? I Phenomenal, to be fair. It's the first time I've actually been to a Merthyr game. I've obviously played and scored on Penadaran. <laughs> had to get it in. Yeah, had to. But it's the first time I've uh, been to watch Merthyr play there and really good atmosphere and a really impressive side Merthyr have got and... I think it was Ricardo Reese is the name of the guy they've got scoring the goals and he's a uh, uh, great talent at that level and yeah very impressed and uh, unfortunately I went with Phillips so uh, he might have a touch on it later but yeah we we I did miss out on the old um, carbon chips I went up at half time for carbon chips and she goes they're long gone since so I was like oh, there we are then any mistakes. Yeah. But I will I definitely think I'll probably head back there. It was a great atmosphere and I really enjoyed it. So uh, and it's not too too far from Kendovery. So um maybe I'll I'll go down and see them play again in a few months, maybe. Yeah. Yeah. Well yeah. obviously, you know, we spoke to Lewis Moore, who um has just started a Mirtha podcast as well. So uh if you do want more Mirtha news, um then then definitely uh, get on board with that. Um you know, and they were expecting playoffs, so uh I think I think you know based on these two results early doors, uh, confidence must be high. Uh, but yeah. obviously, 
you got to you got to place a disclaimer on all of this conversation. Is we are only two weeks into the yeah. season, so the uh, top of the league. If you want to check the tables, two games in, like yeah, yeah. we could, yeah. they could be bottom in two weeks. So who knows? Yeah, well, that's it. So, yeah. yeah, as um, as Gareth Ainsworth said in his pre-match um, interview with QPR's club media. Uh, we're only three points off top, so we're not doing too bad. Um, so there we are. Well done, Gareth. Um, hope you're happy. Um, we saw the start of the Cymru Premier season this past weekend. Kaus, you were at Colwyn Bay, which I'm sure um, has a lot to do with how you're feeling. Um, but first of all, what an occasion. I don't think any of us could have predicted how the game would play out, though. Uh, but yeah, how how was it as a as a day out? Oh, fantastic. Yeah, I had a brilliant day, mate. Um, great to uh, bump into quite a few uh, Covies and uh, and Colwyn Bay fans. Um, yeah, brilliant atmosphere as well. Uh, just felt like a proper, you know, a proper, proper football match. You know, the, the atmosphere, everything is superb. And, you know, I think um, I, I was lucky enough to bump into Noel Mooney uh, briefly. And, you know, we were sort of saying, this is what the Cymru Prem should look like. Um, on a regular basis and you know hopefully we'll see more occasions like that in, in Welsh football because uh, as I say just fantastic said it there right I, I didn't uh, I certainly didn't expect uh, a Carnarvon 4-0 win um, you know I knew it was going to be a tight game uh, it was always going to be you know toss of a coin job I think I'd probably gun to the head I might have uh, I think I'd have gone for Colwyn Bay to win being the home side um, but yeah Carnarvon were absolutely fantastic on the day and um yeah, perhaps they're going to be dark horses this season based on that. Yeah, I think it, you know it blew it blew our um, our preseason yeah. predictions and what we spoke about Carnarvon <laughs> being you know one of the three weaker teams in the league out of the water instantly. I think that's what they tend to do every season. They just tend to defy the preseason uh, predictions. Obviously, yeah. it is early. Um, Colin Bay, I'm sure, will take a lot from it. You know, they'll learn a lot from that game. And Steve Evans, I'm sure, will will take a lot on board. But um, yeah, you. Obviously, Carnarvon couldn't have asked for a better start. And um, I think you're right in saying that's what we need to be aiming for. Because, you know, even on the TV, it just sounded like there was a proper atmosphere, you know, and um, fans singing songs and it just looked great. So um, hopefully more of the same, uh, you know, as the season continues. Uh, Elsewhere, there were wins for TNS, of course, despite going Mm. behind twice. I did get a bit excited um, for for Nomads. Um, Pedabon, Cardiff Met and Bala also won. Um, I'm just pointing to say Chris Venables is fucking good at football and good at scoring goals. Um, So long may that continue. Uh, The Cymru North and South are three games deep. Before we get on to the early runners and riders, uh, a huge shout out to the two keepers who scored from their own box this yeah. weekend in the Cymru South, um, one for Clenetli and one for Bagland Dragons. It's always brilliant to see one, um, but two on the same day is is utterly absurd. Rod, I'm sure you're a fan of a goalkeeper goal. You strike me as a man who enjoys one. Yeah, love it. And, uh, phenomenal to see that. I, I did see the first tweet, was it? I th- Who scored the first one I saw? Um, it was, who did you say just now? Clenetli's. Clenetli, that's yeah. the first one I saw. And then... Minutes later, there was another one in the Cantwick game, and I was like, "What the hell? Have they mixed up the teams? Like, surely two haven't scored on the same day." Like, but um, yeah, love it. Uh, sounded like they were both wind-assisted long rangers, though, mm. isn't it? Uh, I've seen them both, and uh, they do take yeah. wicked bounces. I do feel for the keepers. Oh, lovely! Um, that's 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 always quality. Yeah, I'm also a fan of uh, 
keepers taking free kicks, penalties. So more of that this season in any level, I'd be more than encouraging of that. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Maybe that should be in the FAW strategy to improve the leagues. You know, yeah, you, well, must, I, you must have your goalkeeper on set pieces. I be- I remember there was some sort of talk at the end of last season. Why do teams send their keepers up? Because they never score. It's like, you've always got to send them up. If You know, fuck it, get them up there. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's an unwritten rule. Although, despite the fun and games of goalkeeper scoring goals, I must say it was an absolute disgrace um, that the Slantwit manager chose to sub off the young keeper after the goal. They were already 4-1 down. Um, and the keeper's a young lad. I know him. He was at Pennebont for a few years um, in the academy. And he's only played a handful of senior games. Um, yeah, just so it was a really shit decision and a shit thing to do um, to take a player off. You know, when the game was gone anyway, it wasn't like it, it cost them the game. And it's just a freak thing that happens. You know, all keepers will have something similar. So, yeah, terrible man management. Um, so big shout out to Sam Good- uh, Goodwin because uh, that was particularly harsh. Um House Banger eighteen seventy six. Uh, what a start! Three wins from three. Um, is this a sign of things to come? Oh, it could. It could well be. Um, yeah, they couldn't have asked, asked for a better start than that. Uh, yeah, I, I, I don't. I think it's going to be tough for them to uh, to win the league um, with with so many good teams there. But but who knows? Um, you know, there's a lot of. Uh, it feels like a really, really good league again this year, coming north. So, uh, so yeah, I'm sure the teams at the top uh, will take points off each other. I was hoping, as as a Denby lad, I was hoping for a Denby win on Saturday, but uh, but no, fair play to Bangor. They uh, they it sounded like they deserved it in the end. So, um, so yeah, fair play to them. Yeah, Airbus are the only other side with a perfect record so far. Um, but who else can we expect to be challenging at the top end of that table this season? Because, like you said. Seems to be a real handful of teams this year, whereas obviously last year it was pretty much a done deal for most of the season, despite the Hollywell's best efforts. Yeah. Yeah, I think um I think Hollywell will be up there again, just um, you know, just, just purely because I, I really rate Johnny uh, Johnny Hasselden as a manager. Um he's got a good settled side there. I think um I think they'll be up there again. Flint will one hundred percent be there or thereabouts. Um, so yeah, that those two obviously Airbus are there. I think maybe maybe Bangor Bangor would probably be happy with a top five, top four or five finish. I would say. Um, so so yeah, uh, I, I certainly think all those teams. Uh, Gillsfield don't seem to be the same force this year as they have been in previous years. Um, but um, but yeah, it's uh, you know like you say, early days. Um, you know, there's, there's such such a long way to go. You know, Hollywell, for example. Uh, you know, they, they've um, they've actually started really well in the league. That and and mm. you know, usually for the last two three years they've started really poorly. So with with the benefit of that, um, you know, I, I I really do think them and Flint are the two favourites for me. There we are. Well, you know, hopefully from a neutral's perspective, I would love to see Bangor get up there, but. Uh... Slowly but surely, I'm sure. I, I don't think it'd be too long. If if not this season, it won't be too far away. Um, in the Cymru South, Britain Ferry, Yavin Lido and Armandford have the perfect records, um, which I, I think Lido will probably be dark horses this season. They had a really good campaign last year and have started really well this season, um, including knocking Pennebont out of the MG Cup despite a barrage of Bont attacks. I think they had about 80% possession in that game. But uh, in typical Welsh football fashion, it could only really happen in Welsh football. Uh, it was Pen- 
Penabon's head of academy who scored the winning penalty for Avonlido. Um, you know, that's just how these things work. Um, good to see, unless you wanted Penabon to win. Um, I wasn't too happy, but there we are. These things happen. Uh, before we move on then, in Welsh player news, Joe Rodon has been on the move, joining the ever-grown Welsh contingent at Leeds. Rod, you must be buzzing. Um, you do enjoy a Welsh player at Leeds. Um, but from a Welsh perspective, you know, put your Welsh hat on and in the same way as Ampadu, it's a superb m- move for the player and obviously a bonus that it happens to be Leeds. Yeah. Um, although in the last few days, the, the, the rails have kind of come off for Leeds a bit with a lot of, a couple of players going on strike and wanting out and they're struggling to get players in, I think. So uh, I was kind of hoping they'd be pushing up the top end, but the way it's going at the moment is not looking likely, But because um, it would have been nice to have Joe Rodon and... Dan James and Ampadu pushing in a, like I said, getting for promotion. But I think it will massively benefit having Roland and Ampadu playing together. They won't be together in central defence though, because I think the plan is Ampadu will be in midfield. So, but then it's just good to have them. I think it's always it, it is always of benefit when players are playing together at club level. Um, and well, you can't you can't say that about England back in the past, but they all had they had their different issues, but. Um, for Wales, I think, yeah, a massive benefit, and I think they'll all three of them players will be regulars in the side as well. So to be getting ninety minutes every week and uh, playing for a side that might get their act together and and push on, uh, yeah, could only be a bonus, and it's what we've been crying out for regular football. I know probably two, at least two of them, three players would think they're Premier League standard, but then there's a good chance to go out and prove it this season and get back up there, either with Leeds or, you know, with a move somewhere else. So, mm. yeah. Yeah, I think I think Joe Roden was probably top of the list, really, of players who needed to move because he was very disappointed in June. I don't know, a bit yeah. of a shadow of himself um, and Ampadu as well, and they both got the move to the same place. So. I, th- I, th- I think uh, Rodon's lack of game time at the end of the season at wrong or however Ren, however you say that <laughs> that uh, d- didn't contribute uh, did contribute to how poorly he played I think because um, and that's been the problem we've been getting away with with Bale mm. and players like us digging us out of holes is because uh, we've for a long time now we've been seeing players not getting games at clubs and this now it's finally come back to bite us on the arse I think and it's good to see more Welsh players getting more regular game time wherever they may be. Absolutely. Um, I think we've covered as much as we probably could. Everything was a bit, it was a bit uh, rattled through things, but there was a lot to speak about as the seasons get underway. Um, really, we could have just done it, you know, done with the time, um, and sort of written it all off and just said, it's too early to tell. I feel like that's sort of the, the, the general gist of it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. So, yeah, if you want, just. Forget do you everything. want us to re-record this bit now? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's too early to tell. There we there go, we that'll are. do. Um, uh, one minute podcast. <laughs> <laughs> right, um, let's lower the tone then and hear from Phillips before we come back for part two. Adrian Phillips, are you there? Uh, good evening, gentlemen. Well, 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 it's been a while. <laughs> Two weeks. Yeah, I know. It was a yeah. prick. Well, the thing is, I have an apology to make. I don't make these very often. Christ so almighty. Maybe, 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. Bookmark Recall. this one. This is history. Yeah. Stop the clocks. Yeah, time stamp is that what the youngsters say? I think so. Yeah. Yeah, I've got an apology. You asked me last uh, last week for an update. Well, you didn't ask me for an update. You asked yeah, me for I prediction. asked you for a prediction. Yes, <laughs> yes. And I gave you an update of what I was up to. Completely yeah, well, the wrong thing. Just want to Don't say, I also, I also asked Lewis Sharp for a prediction and he completely ignored me and never sent one. Sack him then. Yeah. Anyway, so I've got, got black, my prediction. Black Mark. Yeah. And I'll run through them quickly because I'm, I'm uh, well, I'm not right. Come on then. Right, okay. Uh, my prediction is first Barry, second Newtown, third Ebbervale, fourth Intercabletel, fifth Cumbran, sixth Bangor, seven Connors Key, eight Rill, nine Cor United, ten Chemice Bay, eleven Ryder Town, and twelve Kyle Seuss. Uh, look out for Chris Summers of Cumbran. Like yeah. you've bought a DeLorean. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so... Uh, Nice to see Chemice Bay on the, on the league. That yeah. yeah, that is research carried out by Tony. He just handed that piece of paper to me. Whether it's wrong by twenty or thirty years is where do you get that league? It stands from the Microsoft in Carter. It? <laughs> yeah. it says at the bottom here, nineteen ninety seven. I won't make any predictions because I can't predict what I'm up to next week or tomorrow. Actually, great. Um, yeah. So, Phillips, obviously the new season is underway. Yeah. Any news? Yeah, massive amounts of news. <laughs> oh, there we are. Good. I was, I was worried for a second we wouldn't have yeah. anything from you. Come on, then. Bloody loads of news. I've got a new main sponsor. Yeah. I'm happy to announce that Kalashnikov Holdings have come on board. Great to hear. Uh, <laughs> and the Turf Creative have agreed to make a kit. So what I'd like everyone to do is, is I'm going to put some kits out. We have some designs. I'll put some kits out. So that when does this... Uh, Radio show go out then? Wednesday. Okay, Wednesday I'll put some kits out. I probably will forget. So where are you going to put them out? On my uh, <laughs> Twitter. X, man. Yeah. <laughs> What's that? <laughs> X. Yeah. That's Tony. He's like an Adam channel. Anyway, um, so I'll put them out there and people can vote and then uh, the winner will uh, be the one I use, I suppose. Uh, I've got a new stadium sponsor. Great. First yeah. of all, have we got any news on the actual football side of things, or is it just things around the football club? Yeah, we're all in good time. All okay, good okay, time. okay. Let's go with the stadium then. Okay, right. Okay, the Central African Cement com- uh, Company have agreed to sponsor <laughs> the stadium. I'll move on quickly. We're playing in the. Is that Ad- the CAC Stadium? Yeah. <laughs> You've got it. I was hoping someone would pick up on it. Highbrow comedy going on here, see? Um, yeah. So we played in the Adra North something, the one with the odd number of teams. Okay, so you, you, you've gone back to North Wales then. Despite, <laughs> so, despite but, all the issues you had last season, you've joined yeah. the league in North Wales. But then, so, yeah, we were, yeah. Well, we were <laughs> meant to be in the Adran South something, but Tony didn't do the fake paperwork in time. So they chucked us in as the spare team. And... We're not allowed to officially play league fixtures. We've got to play friendlies against the odd team out. Right. Okay. So you haven't joined the league league. at all then? No. (laughs) (laughs) But theoretically, it'll give us a good grounding as we prepare to take on all comers next year. But yeah. Okay. Um, Ken Cow's in jail. Oh, no. Yeah, because of what because of what happened before, because of all those people had the salt poisoning from the water in Egypt. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Uh, I've got loads of signings. Is it, is it if anyone, if anyone remembers that, then fair play because I don't even remember. <laughs> <Yeah. that. laughs> remember, I took them on a preseason. Uh, oh no, I remember that. Yeah, but the details yeah. just you know. Well, he made them drink salt water basically, and a lot of them are in the heath. Um, right, I've got loads of signings, but uh, what people need to do is they need to order the new uh, edition of the uh, the fanzine. Mm-hmm. Because there'll be in-depth uh, analysis of these players <laughs> yeah. appearing in that, including the uh, breakdown of the new kit and uh, the backroom staff and the like. Oh, this is exciting! Uh, you're getting good at this, Phillips. I gotta say. <laughs> so we've got a couple yeah, of the... fucking two weeks. <laughs> 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 I'll give you like uh, a flavour of some of the signings I've got. I've got Mark Square, Glanmore, Dosk, uh, Crick Watkins, <laughs> Alan McClintock. Colin Collins, Rick Knife, <laughs> Leslie Gittins, and Lampard Grease. Yeah. Yeah. They're, they're going to form, hopefully, the core of my squad. I'm not reading them again. Just press fat rewind on the tape or something. Well, well, well. So there's a hell of a lot of signings, loads of stuff. Did you happens. sign all of them based on their co- comedy names? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. There was rumours that Alan Florida is back, but that's a sore point and we won't go into it. Yeah. yeah. There we are. Not to, not to digest. But yeah, <laughs> there's so, a lot so to digest there. And, and usually for me, people will have to maybe listen to this twice to take in everything I've said. Yeah. But also they can read about all the... in much more detail in the upcoming... Um, issue of Alternative Wales. Yeah, I'll pay someone to write it properly, isn't it? A lot because I just like uh, Ken Cow's guests don't come down with me. <laughs> I was in jail, mate. <laughs> yeah. Um, um, yeah, so basically buy the fans in. Yeah, good stuff. Um, Phillips, you have a question this week. Someone's asked. No, I haven't got any questions for you. No, someone's asked a question for, for oh, you. For, oh, right, okay. Interesting. Um, Galois was in France, um, is the Twitter account, um, and they asked... Mm. Does Agent Phillips have any pre-match routines or superstitions, e.g. right foot on the pitch first, touch the grass, etc.? Um, well, a litre of vodka. <laughs> um, and then before it became unfashionable, uh, smoking, but then a, a pipe based to smoke. But no, um, always wear sheepskin sheep in the winter. Uh, balaclava is probably... No. Tell him I'll get back to him. Yeah, good stuff. <laughs> yeah, I, I can't think now. I've had to give you so much information. You could write a Wikipedia page about this section. Yeah. You did, get, you did reveal quite a bit there without uh, verifying who this guy asking questions is. We we do know there's a, a former Met police officer playing half dressed though, so uh, you've got to be on your toes. Oh, that's why I evade the police normally on match day mornings. But, you know, that's ridiculous. for completely different reasons, isn't it? <laughs> Nothing to do with football. Yeah, tell him I'll get back to him with an answer. Um, yeah, there's too much right reading then. going on here. Not sure Bloody he's that asked. No, he's probably not. He's going to lie. Probably forget. I'm uh, a bit overwhelmed, really, by that, Phillips. Like I said, a lot to take in. Yeah, too much, really, wasn't it? Yeah. Um, I mean, you've been through a lot of material there, considering, you know, we've got another <laughs> 40-odd weeks of the season to go. Huh, don't you worry. Something terrible has happened to that stadium. <laughs> well, we might have to build it somewhere else now because we're in the North League again. Never learn. You never learn. Kaus, do you know of any uh, spare football pitches? Or any clubs spare, going through? Uh, spare football pitches, yeah. 
I'm, just, I'm pretty sure I'd be able to find you in a, an abandoned field somewhere that you can play on. Okay. <laughs> you don't need carpenters who can knock up a goal from as well. <laughs> carpenters? <laughs> yeah. yeah, metal's too expensive these days. I'm buying from Tata. Yeah, so that's this week, boys. Uh, like I said, buy the fanzine and find out more about people like Leslie Gittins and Lampa Grease. Rick's knife <laughs> was a personal favourite of mine. Yeah, Rick Knife is there and Crick Watkins, but I'm not going to go through them again. Buy the fanzine, read about it, read all about it, as they used to say in 1980s London. There we are. <laughs> oh, Rod, see him off. Yeah, off you go now, Phillips. Yeah, cheers, yeah. boys. Good. Welcome back to part two of Alternative Wales, the podcast. We'll kick things off with our game. Um, I couldn't really make a link tonight to like pick a game. Um, I was going to do Wrexham versus Leeds from the past, but it looks they've like, never played uh, each other. They've never ever played each other. No, on 11 a, 11. it's the only team of the '92. No. I think Leeds haven't played really better fixture. Yeah. yeah, you know, considering both clubs have been football league clubs for like the best part of ever. Yeah, um, it's a strange one. Yeah, that is my not even in a cup competition. It's the same Leeds for Wrexham even... as well. It's the same uh, lead to the only club that Wrexham haven't yeah. played in the 92. Carabao, third round now, Rikos. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it'd be good that. Yeah. Um, Leeds have got to get past the mighty Salford first. Um, yeah, Sky they're going Salford's out. Leeds, Salford, Leeds yeah. will go out live on Sky Easy. 2-0 uh, Salford. Gary, yeah. Gary Neville naked on the pitch. Can see that then now. Yeah. Um, yeah. Right. So instead... Um, Obviously, uh, Wales play South Korea in a friendly in a couple of weeks' time. Um, so I've decided to choose a previous game against Asian opposition. Um, so we're heading back to February the 23rd, uh, 2000, when Wales played a friendly against Qatar. So um, Qatar, this is Wales. Um, this week, we're going to flip a polo, a polo mint. Um, <laughs> got, I, I'm, I'm chewing down on them at the moment. I don't know if you can hear Hope you can't because it's never a nice. Yeah, horses like polos, isn't they? They do, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> so you can either. Um, who won last time? I think it might have been you, Kaus. I have a feeling. No, I, th- I think Rodri won last time, mate. Okay, well, Rod can decide. Do you want the uh, the writing or or, or or nothing on the polo? Nothing. 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 Oh, <laughs> I want nothing. No, I want nothing. Another flip, and it's the writing. So, Kaus, you can choose whether you go first or second. Yeah, I go first. I think right. Okay then, uh, kick us off, please. Um, it'd be rub- it'd be rubbish if it's all over. We we like neither of us get one. <laughs> February um, two thousand. Yeah, I- I'll go. Uh, I'll go. Gary Speed. Correct. Good start, Rod. John Robinson. Correct. He scored the goal. Yeah, I remember it. That's the only. <laughs> Come on, then, goes. Savage. No. Oh, Rod to win it. What are you going for? Um, Nathan Blake. Correct. Ah oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> Although for some reason the BBC article just says Blake, um, and on eleven v eleven there's a Noel Blake. Yeah, that's so, what I said. <laughs> I don't know who Noel yeah, Blake yeah, is. Noel but... Blake, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Let me double check that Noel Blake isn't actually a person. Uh, he is a human being. Um, 
he never had a Wales cap. Uh, he was the England under-19s manager between 2009 and 2014. Uh, played for Exeter in the 90s. So, uh, but it's not him. So, yeah, Nathan Blake. Well done, Rod. Um, a yeah. good win. Um, Vegas. Yeah. Well done. Well done. Um, <laughs> bit of a damp squib the game this week. Uh, <laughs> it can't always be yeah. a hit. Yeah. It can't always nice. be a hit. Uh, tough, one, need... the, tough, tough one, the friendlies, aren't they? They are. I think that's what makes it interesting, isn't it? The, uh, yeah. Um, the fun, it's, all, it's all fun. Um, you know, all you know is fun. never answer gigs when it's a friendly. Yeah. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Right then, let's do some of your questions before we finish. Um 1912 Exiles, um, shots fired here, says given the results in the fourth division so far. Big shout out for the fourth division as well, like that. Um, <laughs> how many points higher than Wrexham uh, do the panel think Newport County will finish? Um, I won't uh, entertain that because I will only make enemies uh, on one side or the other. Um, I hope you finish level on points and both get promoted. Um, so there's that. Some dreadful fence at Jay, yeah. Um, yeah, no, I'd, I'd still say I'd still stick with my uh, prediction, but uh, but yeah, fair play. Uh, Newport have had a good start. They've uh, they'll be happy with that, won't they? But long way to go, though, lads. Long way to go. Absolutely. Um, Quarry Sports says RTNS plump in their attendance numbers. Now um, this weekend saw um, I think like a seventy percent increase in the average attendance for the opening day of a Cymru Premier season from last year. I think it was seventy percent. Or over that, anyway. Obviously, very much helped by Colwyn Bay's um, almost fifteen hundred attendance. Um, TNS's was three hundred and fifty-three, and if anyone's seen any of the footage, I'd love to <laughs> to know where the three hundred and fifty-three people are. Um, Quality Sports seems to have been um, berating a uh, friend of the pod, Mike Harris, on Twitter about it. Um, for some reason, Mike has lo- has locked his account, so I can't see any of his uh, replies, but. Bit of a strange one, Kaus, because um, there definitely wasn't 353 people there, and it's just no. a bit annoying, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, it is really, yeah. Um, yeah, 100%, you, you could see the pictures and stuff like that, but... Um... But yeah, they've they've been uh, they've been quite creative with their uh, attendance <laughs> figures in the past, haven't they? So uh, so yeah, it's um, shame really that they're not better supported, really being the champions. But, um, but yeah, we are where we are, I suppose. Do you think they've uh, Do you think they've uh, acquired some of those cardboard cutouts the teams are using in COVID? <laughs> and <laughs> just I was going to say like like the um, like the ones Arsenal used to have in the nineties, a hybrid. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, right. Yeah. Uh, Evan Williams yeah. said, "Who's your favourite poet?" Um, Rod, do you have a favourite poet? <laughs> <laughs> I'm not a big poet man, really. To be honest with you. Um, uh John Cooper Clark, he's my buddy. I think he's the, he's the one, the only was, one I can think of. Yeah. Yeah. We, it could be it could be both their answer. Yeah, yeah. Uh, big shout out. No, to I don't know. Uh, Sarah McCready as well. Good poet. Very good. Yeah. Uh, actually, I should have said that. That's, that's a good one. Other yeah. than them, other than them two, I, I'm afraid my poetry knowledge is severely lacking. So yeah. Yeah. I, I do, I do like John Cooper Clark though. That was definitely my answer as well, mate. I, I like this. Uh, I like this poem. Uh, I think it was entitled um, "You'll Never See a Nipple in the Daily Express." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's, he's got some good ones. The way he delivers them as well, I think. Yeah. yeah. What's it? What's it, is it? 
ev- evidently Chicken Town, just like the fucking drains of fucking shit. That one where we just lists <laughs> off a load of things. Oh, that's it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Good. Good stuff. Um, Andrew Dowling has asked, uh, what is your favorite and most hated footballing cliche? It's only the first few weeks of the season and players and managers are already coming out with the usual crap of we go again. Uh, should there be a public shaming ritual for these people using them? Um, I particularly hate the we go again. Um, for some reason, it's just, I don't know, just annoying in it. Just in the yeah. football lexicon. Um, and was that just general cliches or? Well, football gen- cliches. Yeah, there's. Uh, he's retired now, but I, I didn't. It didn't annoy me to be fair, but I always find it ridiculous. The and it's live from Martin Tyler. Uh, yeah, that be- that became a sort of a parody of itself in the end. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I thought you could have moved into Strictly Come Dancing and then gone and it's jive. <laughs> oh dear! Never mind. Uh, um, tumbleweed is coming across the room. Yeah. Good try. Good try. Um. House is a man of cliche. Any any comment on on cliches? It's nil nil. Yeah, I, I, I do love I do love a cliche, mate. Absolutely love a good cliche. But um, no, I'm gonna uh, I'm gonna sit on the fence on this one, right? Oh, <laughs> good good stuff. Um, Matthew Close said August is the perfect time for overreactions. So, which of your preseason takes are you throwing in the sea? Kaus, we'll start with you. Um, Anything you want to uh, distance yourself from at this early stage that you've said well, in the last two pods? I think um, I think my prediction of uh, Canavan to finish tenth based on yesterday's yeah. performance, but yeah, um, that was probably going to be mine think, as well. I think we all yeah. had Canavan in tenth, do we? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, but you, you know, to be honest with you, I think uh, Canavan fans themselves were quite shocked at how good they were yesterday. So, um, so yeah, it's not just us lads; we're in good company. Yeah. Um, just a quick note on Zach Clark signing. I think that's a bit of a, a game changer for them. Um, I think they need someone like that. And also, Sean Bradley was immense yesterday. We should have said that earlier yeah. on. He was fantastic for for Carnarvon. Um, Rod, anything else you've you've said? You know, you're a man of, <laughs> of prediction and and of um, yeah. prophesizing. Anything you want to distance yourself from at this at this um, stage? Yeah, most of my previous predictions I've ever made in the fanzines, they've, none of them came true in the end. But you know, I I go with what I see. My visions, you know. Um, I also I put a championship table out on X, as, it, uh, as it's called now, <laughs> Elon Musk's X. And uh, I like to revise our leads uh, to only be able to field eight players every week and to be on minus uh, 52, bottom of the table. That's uh, when I'd revise. Other than that, I'm pretty happy with my um, basins. I was quite shocked at my... Cymru Prem predictions weren't wildly off the mark uh, compared to some of the others. So no, mine, mine and yours yeah. are one team difference. I think eight and yeah. nine were the only difference. So because uh, my not, I I won't pretend to know as much as you and Kaus do about the Cymru Prem, but I'm I'm learning, so I'm getting there. Obviously, so the aim but, yeah, is to that, have you on next year's preview pod, knowing your stuff, Rod. Yeah, well, I'll, that's that's the name of mine as well. I'm gonna <laughs> resign from working <laughs> and spend my Holier in the stats and all that. So yeah, yeah. Um, just want to sort of read out some of your predictions from um volume nine. Your the first one. Here you go. Um, uh, Wrexham will be oh, promoted. There's still, t- there's, there's still time for these. Yeah, Wrexham will be promoted with 120 points, beating Notts County to the title on goal difference. Not far off. 
really. Yeah, it's pretty, um, pretty good. A masked man will interrupt the coronation of Carlo by running up and drop-kicking the crown to bits. The mask he is donning will be that of none other than Buzz Lightyear of Star Command. Yeah, that... Um, that... That I got foiled at the last minute and my plans to make that happen. Pia <laughs> um, Starmer will be arrested on charges of being way too dull. I think that could happen any day now. Imminent. Yeah. Uh, also imminent is Andrew Artie Davis will be designated a climate emergency. I think um, that's uh, we can see the effects of that in Europe this summer. Quick save will make an extraordinary return. Still waiting on that one. Um, the Tories will change leaders. Another five times with the year ending with Kike Sanchez Flores as PM. Yeah, um, I'm I back myself on that one. And uh, finally, the, the the last one you got here is that Tommy Kaus will be cancelled for his reaction to eating a full English in mould. Yeah. <laughs> Still time. <laughs> yeah. Stay away from mould, Kaus. That's definitely a realistic one, that mate. <laughs> and uh, so you don't want to distance yourself from any of them, then, Rod? No, I. Completely back myself, apart from that one that's already uh, not come true, the uh, coronation one. But could have happened. I didn't watch the shit show, so you tell me, did it happen? Did any of our listeners watch it? So let's pretend it did happen. So, yeah, I was right. Exactly. There we are. Um, Christopher Thomas, uh, one for you, Kaus. Uh, can Kaus start a sentence without saying, yeah, before it? Uh, he also said, don't change with the world. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I've I've never noticed that I do that, but then, then uh, yeah, I, yeah, 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 yeah. Now I, I uh, now that you mention it, I do do that at all. Like it feels natural when I do it, so I know that I must do it a lot. Um, yeah. yeah, thanks for that. You give me uh, give me a nice yeah, complex. complex. Yeah. yeah, it's like when um, Matthew Davis uh, pointed out that I say absolutely, and I think yeah. was it great stuff a lot. Um, and I try my best to say that. Great stuff, I, yeah. I've definitely said absolutely multiple times already on this podcast. I think you said great stuff twice on the uh, Feast of Football podcast the other day. Oh, I, yeah. I did have a little laugh, but no, hey, don't change. Don't it change, works. exactly. It's who we are. Yeah. Um, I, I also say um a lot, as I just did then, uh, which is, yeah, I, I, I've noticed that while editing recently, and it's doing my bloody head in, and I can't stop umming. I, I've caught myself finishing, uh, like, my... When you ask me to speak about something, I always finish it by not knowing how to end the sentence. So I say so, I think, <laughs> a lot. Oh, back back yeah. yourself with a full stop, you need to, Rod. Yeah, I'll just start saying full stop out loud. It's just to finish myself off. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Nathan Davis said, what is the next David Cottrell conspiracy? Um, after he claimed that Michelle Obama was, was a transgender man and Obama was gay um, yesterday. Yeah. Any, any, any rod as a prediction for his next conspiracy? Uh, I'll be something like absolutely crazy about uh, uh, what, like Ricky Lambert going on about the water. I think uh, <laughs> David Cottrell will start saying that the chicken you buy from supermarkets <laughs> does something to you. I don't know. I, I'll come up with something more uh, worthy when I, I'll talk to Nathan in private because I can say. More, um, I don't know. Let's say vapes. Full stop. Yeah, my mind. Long day work. Long day work. Long okay. day work. Okay. Full stop. Moving on. Um, Podfather Alan March. He says, um, I know it's a few weeks away, but I'm looking forward to trips to Latvia and Armenia. 
Is it who scored Wales' first goal of 2023? And who scored the last goal of 2023? Anyone remember who scored Wales' first goal of 2023? I, I genuinely had to look it up earlier. Oh, Is this men's and women's? Or? Men's. Broadhead? It was Broadhead, yeah, yeah, yeah. Was it? Um, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Just, that was March, yeah. wasn't it? Yeah. Um, any, any, do you think we'll score again? I mean, that's another question in <laughs> yeah. itself, let alone no. who scored the last goal. <laughs> I think, uh, no, well, do you, still this year or, or like no, ever. Like, yeah, ever, yeah, ever, <laughs> like a worse record than San Marino going forward, yeah, <laughs> right. And to finish off, uh, Bush. Who, is, who is who is our last game of the year? Sorry, just the Turkey, Turkey. home, and the, is the uh, last game of the group, it'll be an own goal. Yeah. Yeah, I'm confident. Sion Yeah. Rastu Rekba will yeah, come out. Yeah, or Hashan Hash Shash. Yeah. Right, uh, Bush, here he is. <clears throat> Let me get on. Let me get on. Let me get on some of that. Shake it up. Pick it out nice. Let me get on. Let me get on. Let me get on out of here. I still love my baby's pound cake. Rocked Van Halen on the song Pound Cake. We're off to the baker's. My round. What cake are you having? Rod, what's your favourite cake? Asks Boo. I was surprised that song wasn't called Let Me Get On for a starter. <laughs> um, what cake do I want? Mm. Did you ever see did you ever see that cut well, was a bit before your time match? Yeah, it was a bit before my time, but I watched it back like in my uh, teenagers day to day on Brass Eye. And they have that drug called cake. I'd like to try that. What is it? Uh, it's like a it was like a parody show and they made celebrities speak about this dangerous new drug called cake. <laughs> Good YouTube it as well with the watch, it's quite funny. Um I think that racist comedian Bernard Manning called it an absolute fucking disgrace. Sure. Um, if you want my genuine answer, I, I've become re- a big fan of cinnamon, so check me a cinnamon bun. Nice. Up. Is that a cake? Anything's a cake if you want it to be, Rod. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah Anything's a cake. <laughs> yeah. Hey, have you seen that yeah. show? Is it a cake? Yeah, or I have is it actually. Not? Yeah, yeah. Nonsense. Yeah. I'd have one of them then. One a lifelike cake of I don't know. Saddam Hussein. Gauss, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um, um, what's your favourite cake? It's gotta be cheesecake, surely? No, no, not cheesecake. I don't mind the cheesecake though. Um no, I uh I like uh, angel slices. Oh, I had some of them last night, funny enough, the lemon ones. Superb. Oh, I love them, mate. Fantastic. Yeah. Don't even know what they are. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so the ones you get the in the little square. Like Battenberg. Like two... No, no. It's just like a sponge in it with some icing on. Ah, right. Yeah. Um... Sponge and icing, I'd call that. Yeah. <laughs> um, I just mentioned a lemon drizzle with a, with a nice big thick bit of icing. All right. Yeah, I kind of get what you mean by cakes now. <laughs> they had a complete mind block. Yeah, he forgot uh, what a cake was. Did you? Yeah. What's the one with a, just a thin line of jam and cream in the middle? sponge that's the one i love that yeah. call it something different though it's a bit yeah bit i quite like english uh, royal i quite like a good uh chocolate gatto as well with a bit of yeah. whipped cream Oof, nice nice there we go on bush 
Bring him along. We'll be having them. Yeah. <laughs> uh, right. Um, that'll do for tonight. Um, Kaus, you're going to be picking our closing track. Um, what is it? There we go. It's called Rubber Dub Kamraig. Rubber Dub Kamraig. Rubber Dub Kamraig. Yeah, Morgan Elwi. Um, yeah, good uh, good fan, Sanan lad is Morgan. Good mate of mine as well. Uh, yeah, I love this new song of his. Um, it's like a sort of... Um, he's gone down a different direction now, doing a sort of like Welsh reggae, um, okay. which, yeah, it's it's good. It's pretty good. And uh, yeah, check uh, check him out. Good stuff. Um, so, uh, Rubber Dub Cymru... Rubber Dub Cymru or Rubber Dub Cymraig? Rubber Dub Cymraig will play us out. Um, Rod, any closing statements from yourself on this beautiful Monday night? Uh, not really, just uh, get down to the football, enjoy the games, and obviously I think we'll have a few more podcasts before it comes out, but get the fans in when it's out. Best way to support it all. And uh, yeah, keep that truck, 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 truck in. <laughs> <laughs> That's not what I usually truck, say. Truck, 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 truck. Yeah, truck, Fill truck, truck, it along. Fill it up with gas and get it out on the, the highway, The free, live it free and yeah. easy on the highway of life. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, the free love freeway, whatever it's called. If you could, if you could choose a song, Rod, um, to be playing in the truck that is trucking, any, anything, something meant like crazy, uh, like uh, happy hardcore or something. Okay, there we go. Hixie and Styles or whatever they were on Clubland Thirteen back in the day. Oh yeah, <laughs> <laughs> Aaron Styles. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I think I think it's this is now where we say rest in peace, DJ Casper. Um, the creator of Cha Cha Slide died this week. Yeah, so. yeah. yeah. Slide to the left in peace. <laughs> Slide to the left in peace. <laughs> oh dear, dear. Kaus, um, any closing statements from you? Oh mate, um, yeah. Just, just keep on trucking, lads, and um, yeah. <laughs> Slide to the left in peace. Good stuff. Um, well, to play us out is uh, Rubber Dub Come Reich by Morgan Elwi, um, by Issue 11. Thank you for listening to the podcast. Thank you, Rod. Thank you, Kaus. Um, big up Welsh football. Go and watch a game. And um, speak to you next week. Diolchan Fawr. Cantar million a night And disgwyl am rin hat Cael digon o sol A garen bi A gormod o gani glad Dwysia Rubber Dub Rack Reggae Robo i mi drwyr did ar nos Stand by the